Light a fire. All right, guys, we're back. Division previews. Julian's already in a salty mood. What's up, bro? Yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, here, say, say what you said, Nick Wright. Shut the Sick. fuck up, bro. Julie was talking shit. I had to jump she, in, but it's she was good. not smacking. <laughs> she, was, she was just asking. Oh, yeah, she did say the Falcons are not that good. Hey, you're supposed to support Bijan Mustard. Oh my god, that's a that's a terrible name for a mustard. Bijan Mustardson, bro. He Stop really it. fumbled the bag on Bijan's Dijon. Are you fucking kidding me? Stop it, dude. Insane, I bought his mustard yes, last year. He was it was a good mustard in Austin. It was locally produced. It was good. I bought it again this year. Let's get no, it. No, don't get I'm Bijan. That's cool, bro. He should it should have been called Bijan's Dijon, not fucking Mustardson. What the fuck is that? Bijan's right. mustard sentence. I mean, I, I, I will not deny it's not the best name, but it's some good. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Folks. That's all I'm saying is the name. Good fuck, hey, hey bro. Get your bag. Fuck there, it, bro. Yeah, go out there and enjoy this Bijan mustard because it's it's delicious. I had it on my hot dogs last year. We're gonna have J and J jalapenos in like five years, bro. Watch. I know but... a guy who can make salsa, so we we got something <laughs> going here. Oh shit! We'll talk after the pod, but uh, we're here yeah. finally. Division previews. Fucking football in a what two weeks in a week? Like sheesh, two, two weeks, weeks? Yeah, week zero college football. Man, really into this it. is uh, I watch it just because there's nothing on. But um, yeah, bro, NFC South. We're starting with you with your boys division first. Um, I forgot where we started last year, but I mean we have to start with one of our teams. So might as well mm-hmm. start with yours in a not so stacked nfc south Mm -hmm. uh we'll Mm -hmm. go four through one like we always do uh floor is yours julian who's last place i think we have the same team i mean come on bro you could just knock them out of the way bro buccaneers nothing much to say really it's the buccaneers i mean it's baker mayfield who should have a better year but i mean they lost a good chunk of of the of the team there i know they still have mike evans who's gonna be a dog at receiver but i know what did i hear russell gage is out uh, not too long, so ACL. I mean, he's out for the year. That's a big piece he's out. Um, mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette doesn't have a team. Rashad White might be a a fantasy pickup, sneaky pickup um, for fantasy, but Baker is not going to lead them anywhere. He'll he will lose them games more than win them games. The O line is always a question mark. Um, the defense isn't as fierce as it once was when they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Enough said, bro. Bucks are going to be in last. Oh, so we don't have the same team. I have the oh, Panthers. Oh, what do you have? Okay. Okay. Um, they got rid of DJ Moore. They have a running back carousel right now. I, I just, I don't, the offense is going to struggle just like the Bucks. I just feel like the Bucks. at least they have Mike Evans. At least they have Godwin. Like, they have, they have dudes on that team. Like, yeah, it's Baker. I, I doubt he starts the whole year, to be honest. He's probably going to get benched, like, middle of the year. And we'll see what you Trask so? looks like. Think he'll yeah, get I, benched? I don't see any scenario where Baker's starting all games. Like, put injuries aside, just him playing. I he always struggles, bro. I just I don't think he's gonna um light it up this year. So mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the Panthers last, just because you know they have a rookie quarterback. Um. I think their old line's kind of banged up too, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be between one of those two. They're going to be at the bottom for sure. Um, 
doesn't really matter where you put them. They're just they're, neither of these teams are going to win the division this year. And you called it, bro. I mean, all you you really said it like two years ago. You're like, all we have to do is wait Brady out, and then mm-hmm. the division's wide open. And now here we are, two years later, and the division is literally wide open. Like anybody can win this shit. Yeah, yeah, that's. It's, I mean, Brady's. I mean, look, he's being father time, but he's he's not going to overcome it at all. I mean, it, it was a matter of time before he leaves, and I think. He Brady reminded me of kind of like those LeBron basketball teams where like a lot of vets come down here and play with him. But once Brady's gone, then half of those vets are gone, and then the team has yeah. to be built. Obviously, not as not not as bad as like the teams LeBron leaves, but the Bucks are in decent hands. But they're just not ready yet. They're gonna have to give them a couple of years, maybe a year or two, and they'll be back in the thick of things. But yeah. this is just gonna be one of those down years for them. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, either or, I'm I'm not mad at you having the Bucks there, but I have the Panthers there because I don't know. Bryce Young scares me too, bro. His size and uh, at QB, we'll see if he can hold up. But uh, who's number two? I then, have man? the Panthers. I I yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I just have the Panthers. I was just kind of piggyback off of you. You can go either one, but I do think the Panthers will have a, a better successful season because of Bryce mm. Young. I, I'm a huge big kid. I'm a huge believer in him. I I like them in Bama. Um, a lot of my friends said CJ Stroud over Bryce Young in the NFL, but I kind of disagreed. I was on the Bryce Young trade train. Excuse me. Um, Frank Wright's going to be a better coach for him um, and mm, stuff like that. And, that. and really, um, I mean, I, I don't know. The the Panthers defense is also not a bad defense at all. Um, I actually have a lot more confidence in them than they do the Bucks. If anything, I have the – I'll tell the Falcons, I have the best confidence on this defense um, in this division. Uh, they have some mm. good pieces. Um, and they still kept Burns as your pass rusher, so just kind mm-hmm. of a cornerstone there. So I like this Panthers defense. They might win them some games or at least keep them in some games, yeah. uh, which is why I have better hope for them to get the third-place spot over the Bucks. So, Yeah, I mean, like I said, either or, not mad at it. All right, so Saints at number two for you. Why? <laughs> well, damn, do you even want to ask the question? He just I, I, know, I know you're picking the <laughs> Falcons to win it, so – Saints number uh, two, what's up? Yeah, Saints number two. Um, listen, they're not going to be bad. They're going to be a good team, and if they will compete to the with the Falcons for the division, no doubt about it. I'm not saying the Falcons are running away with this whatsoever. The mm-hmm. Saints will make a run for it. Um, they're going to go hand in hand all year. They'll win one, they'll lose one. Same for the Falcons, they'll win one, they'll lose them. But um, I have them here just because of Derek Carr. One reason. Um, I like Derek Carr. He's a good quarterback. Um, but he's not one of those elites that will take you over the edge um you know he's yeah. gonna need a good supporting cast around him a good coaching cast around him and that's yeah. needless to say that Derek Carr is a good quarterback Michael Thomas is always a question mark don't know what the fuck he's gonna be healthy if he is and if he is healthy then you know is he gonna be the same player he used to be Camaro suspended three games that could take an effect to those first starts of the year yeah. um just a lot of questions are if you use a lot of defensive pieces to the Falcons you lost Kaden Ellis um, um, I believe his last name is. I forgot how to say it, uh, and I apologize because he is a Falcon. Um, and you lose uh Nolan, your defensive lines coach. So, a lot of effects, a lot of moving pieces. It's gonna take time for them to kind of get back to the thick of things, and and I think that slow start might hurt them in the long run. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I mean the Saints are still the Saints. They'll they'll find ways to win games at the end. Um, but that's that's really the only the only few pieces that I have. Um of them losing four. And I, cause I know they lost Davenport too. So they lost a good chunk of their pass rush um, mm-hmm. or their D line. Excuse me. I know they kept Cameron Jordan, but I um, mean, like I said, I mean, Anyamada, Ellis, Dav- Davenport, you know, just to name a few. Yeah. It's going to come down to that week 18 
Falcons at Saints. I, I think this <laughs> division is going to be that close between those two. Um, I have the Saints at two as well. Um, you know, I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. I never have been. I probably never will be. Um, he's going to struggle like he always does. He he plays good in the beginning, and then, you know, he kind of fizzles out. He's kind of like Russ in that sense. Um, like you said, Kamara's out a couple games with the suspension. Um, Slant God, don't know when he's coming back. So, yeah, I mean, the only promising player to me is Chris Olave. I think he's he's going to have a hell of a year this year. Um, you know, he's going to be the guy. So I, I think that's the piece that's going to keep him in the mix for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I have the Saints at, at two. I'll go first with the Falcons before you start going on and on. Um, I have them winning the division. Like I said, it's going to come down to that last week, though. I, I don't think it's going to be in the bag. And by week 15, you're going to see them with the hats and shirts. Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's going to be us. Maybe they get that Sunday night slot. And maybe you'll finally get the respect that you guys deserve in that aspect because you guys should have had it a couple years ago. I remember, but, um, you know, I like the pieces that you guys added. Obviously, Bijan is going to be a stud if he stays healthy, which that's always the big thing with the running backs. Um, but he looks durable. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure in Texas he was pretty mm-hmm. durable. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. It's just – um. You know, who's going to take the carries from him? Is it going to be Algier or is it going to be Patterson? Because it's going to be one of them. They keep all three. That's just going to be Bijan carrying the ball 25-plus times. Like, mm-hmm. But they have Pitts. I'm not out on him yet, but this is a make-it-or-break-it season for him, for me. Um, They have Drake London, who, I, you know, I think he's good. I'm not going to say he's, you know, number one receiver like he was when they drafted him. I think he's the first receiver taken, but. Um, you know, they got pieces. Ritter's the only question mark for me, you know? Like, <laughs> is he gonna pull through? Is he gonna shit his pants? Like, we don't know yet. Like, he's okay. He looked okay last year towards the end of the year. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's my only question with this team is Ritter. They, I like what they added on defense. Jesse Bates, they finally spent money this, this year. I don't think they've ever done on de- on defensive players. You got the glue guy in Calais Campbell. Like, they just have everything you want. And like I said, the NFC South is pretty weak. So, you know, it's obviously the Falcons, Saints, those two always give each other frets. But, yeah, I think Falcons pull through. They'll be 9-8, and 10-7, and seven, whatever the record is. But I think they pull the South out this year. Finally. Absolutely. You guys are relevant again. Absolutely. Um, over-unders eight and a half. I think we could win that. I mean, we have some very beatable opponents in the schedule. Yeah. Buccaneers twice. Um, Cardinals. Uh, we give you your first three weeks or four weeks. You yeah, I mean, Panthers, Panthers Packers, Packers, Lions, Jacks. Yeah, um, two of those. Texans even too. Texans at home. Commanders. Um, you know, Titans, Commanders. Cardinals. And we have Cardinals in the way. So, like, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. seven, eight wins there. I'm sure we could win another two or three somewhere Bears. else. Um, that one might be tough because it's Chicago and it's cold weather at that time. It's New Year's Eve. Who knows? Uh, TBD on that game just because of the weather. Because, I mean, Falcons are not really used to playing in cold weather. Sounds like uh, a no, game. Hope so. Or an Algier <laughs> game. So, I mean, we're a running team regardless, so you're right. But I like the, I like this team, bro. I'm very confident. I haven't yeah. had much confidence in them since about, I guess, maybe 
2018, 2019 when it was like, what, a couple years after the season or after the Super Bowl year. Uh, but, I mean, they picked up some pieces, bro. You know it. I've already talked about it. Jesse Bates, Onyemata, um, Kaden Ellis. Uh, re-signing Caleb McGeer was fucking huge, bro. Best tackle. One of the best tackles in the league last year. Very underrated. He was mm-hmm. due for a huge payday in the offseason, but he ended up sticking with us for a cheaper deal. Shout out to him for staying. Um, he knows he he's going to get more success here. Calais Campbell, underrated signing. Yeah, he's old. People are making fun of us for signing a 39, 50-year-old defensive player, but uh, he's he's bringing leadership to this team, and sometimes you need that. I remember Dwight Freeney came to this team, our Super Bowl season, pretty mm-hmm. much past his prime, 38, 37 years old, whatever, but he really taught good. those guys how to pass rush, bro. And, I mean, that's yeah. why Vic Beasley had the year he had. Um I want to say, was it Adrian Claiborne that year too? Had a, like th- we had a good pass rush, and I think Bright Freeney was a big reason. Mentoring, teaching the you know the young gut, the young guns how to pass rush better. It's always good to have a legend on your team, uh, a Hall of Famer potentially. So I like that signing. And then of course Okuda trade. He's hurt, but thankfully he'll be back soon. Kyle Pitts is going to do good. Jonu Smith is your second tight end. Um, mm-hmm. Heineke is your backup in case Ritter doesn't happen. Um, I, I like this. The only question mark for me, you say quarterback, mine is receiver. Um, I, we do have, obviously, Drake London. Um, apparently, Nico Hollins is going off, uh, or Mac Hollins, excuse me, from the old old Raider, uh, X-Raider. He's doing good, apparently. I haven't seen much, really, on training camp with him, but apparently he's just been, you know, opening eyes for folks. So that will be a good wide receiver, too. But my question mark is if London or Hollins get hurt, there's not much depth in the receiver court, but, I mean – Arthur Smith is always going to be a run, run first yeah, team. So as long right. as Algier, Bijan, and Cabero, two of those three are good, good to go and playing, I'll be fine. But I mean, Bijan's going to be utilized in the McCaffrey role, in my opinion. I think he's going to run, but he's also going to catch the ball off the, um, off, off, off of a receiver slot, you know, something like that, or maybe even checkdowns. So um, I have high hopes for Bijan, but I also have high hopes for Tyler Algier. I might even draft both in fantasy. Because oh, I could see Algier getting the red zone touches, but Bijan getting a lot of the workload outside of that too. Um, so I don't know. I just have high hopes for this team. They're young. They're hungry. Um, there's been reports that you know this team isn't as as uh, soft as it used to be. They're kind of more more serious on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and I think that's just because of the leadership they brought in with Bates and and Clayus and all them boys. But I mean, also Ritter. He's got a year now under his belt. He's more comfortable in the offense. I'm assuming. Um, he's been throwing better balls. He's been more, uh, more uh, vocal in the locker room too, uh, as reports. So he's he's just been more comfortable, and I like to see that in Ritter. I like to see the confidence grow, and um, we'll see how he is. I mean, last year we all said it. I think you brought it up in our last episode. Jalen Hurts. Uh, no one really guessed he would be who he is now, and I think Ritter could take that next step. Maybe not. I'm not saying he's taking us to the Super Bowl like Hurts did to the Eagles, but he could take that next step where we're a playoff team and and currently go better from there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, like I said, this isn't a, this isn't the NFC South of two thousand nine. You know, like this is a very winnable division, and uh, I think it's time for you guys to you know burst through. You'll finally host the playoff game. It's been a minute, so yeah. I mean, I that'll be your first playoff game in that arena, right? In the Mercedes, I mean. The the Mercedes Benz has seen a playoff game before, and that was the Super Bowl with the Patriots and the Rams. But well, no, I'm saying for you guys. Ah, uh, yes, I think it would be our yeah. I mean, first I think one. I think it's time. It's been what four because, years, five years. 
that you had that stadium? Yeah, yeah, because the last time we made the playoffs was in 18, but we lost to Philly on the road in that game. Um, mm-hmm. And then the year before was the Super Bowl, but that was when we had the Georgia Dome. Yeah. So you are correct. Yeah, I mean, I I think everything's pointing to your guys' direction. It's just, you know, like every team, injuries. Just So just imagine, we won seven games last year with Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Like that's amazing. Yeah. That's a that's a big accomplishment. And it's funny that people are now saying that on preseason not this isn't a knock on Mariota, but people are saying like how the hell did the Falcons win seven games with Mariota quarterback? Just because he was playing horrible in his last preseason. I'll knock him, he was ass. Yeah, so I mean if we were able to win seven games with Mariota, you know, I mean, I'm sure we could win seven at least with Ritter, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. With you. All right, so let me give you the over-unders for all the teams. Falcons, mm-hmm. over-unders, eight and a half. Yeah, I'm taking that over. I saw that earlier today. Panthers, over-under, seven and a half. I'm going to go under, just slightly under. Saints, uh, nine and a half. That's that one, under. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. Yeah. Bucks, six and a half. That's a under Definitely too. under. Definitely under. Yeah, they have me. a tough schedule, the Bucks. Because they were um, first place, right, in our division last year, so they got all the harder yeah. opponents, I believe. Yeah, that's true. They snuck in last year because of Sam Darnold, but um, yep. yeah, I mean, I, I I think everything's there, bro. You, it's just you guys have to go take it, you know. So I I think it's it's up in the air. It's gonna be tough for this. Obviously, the Saints. It's gonna be a big divisional battle, but I have you guys squeaking out. I'm telling you, Week that's 18. A, uh, that's a good night. thing, though. What is that? Uh oh, that'd be nice. I mean, I football. That'd be tough though, because it'll, it'll be in New Orleans, and New Orleans is always a tough place to play for us. It's very difficult to win, let alone, you know, uh, Sunday night, week eighteen, prime time to win the division game. So, I'll be nervous about that. But I mean, it's funny because three years ago when we did this division period, or two years ago, this is like a Matt Ryan team, and mm. I know our window was closing, but the division was still kind of up for grabs a little bit per se, I guess, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, or three years ago, um, and I kind of had a – I didn't have a good feeling as I do now because this team is on the – it's trending upwards as opposed to that team three years ago where they're trending downwards with Matt Ryan. So, yeah, um, this is the most confidence I've had, I will say, since the 2018 season with them. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any – no one's going to call you crazy. I think this is the, the year where you guys loaded up. And yeah, I think it's no one's gonna talk about us until later in the year. Watch, just wait. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Know. I I think some people will give you some some love, but uh, yeah, it's it's the NFC South. Should we? You know what? To be honest, this it's kind of short. Should we just go to the AFC? Might as yeah, well. So AFC South. All right, AFC South. All right, I'll go first this time. I mean, it's pretty easy. We should have the same. Houston number four. I mean, yes. Yeah, yes. that's that's pretty easy. Uh, it's gonna take time. I don't think anybody's rushing it. Obviously, D'Amico Ryan's is there. Who uh, that writing was all over the wall with that one. Um, you know, I, I think there's a reason he got that contract. And was it six years, five years? Like it's gonna be just like the Niners when they had uh, Shanahan and Lynch. They both gave him six year deals. It's gonna take some time. So. Uh, they got good building pieces with Stroud. Let's see if he breaks the Ohio State curse. Uh, Will Anderson still a building block for the defense, which I thought that was a good pick. They gave up too much, in my opinion, but I still think that's a good piece. Tank Dell is is uh 
he's uh balling out in training camp and in some preseason game. So we'll see what he can do in the regular season. But yeah, I mean, I think they're a wait and see kind of team, but I think they're going to be last. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to shock anybody going last to first this year. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, this team's still learning. They're, they're growing. Uh, they mm-hmm. will to say, to say the least. Um, well, Anderson, I heard, has been a dog though in training camp, which is a good good yeah. sight to see, especially for trading for him. So, uh, maybe the next Khalil Mack, Von Miller, uh, question mark, question mark with him. CJ Stroud <laughs> has also been looking all right, but th- I mean, they're rookies, bro. I mean, it's going to take them time. D'Amico Ryan's going to be a great coach, hello coach, but they need to get their system in place. And, uh, obviously it's the NFL. You're not going to get this all clicked in one day. So, yeah. uh, they're going to have growing pains, um, as you mentioned. And I, you know, they'll be fine though. They're they're trending. They're one of those teams trending up, just like I mentioned about the Falcons. Um, so I mean, if they have a bad year, the only thing that can hurt that they that will be bad coming out of that is that they don't have their first round pick next year. So the Cardinals may be able to take advantage of that. But outside of that, you know, this is this is a team that's just going to continue to build off of their success that they have. Yeah, I agree. Everything you said and more. But uh, what's your third place team? I'm curious to see who you put here. <laughs> I put the Tennessee Titans here at three. Okay, that's uh, crazy. No, no, I, I don't like Tannehill. I mean, you know how I feel about him when those r- trade rumors came oh, out yeah. about him going to the Falcons in the off season. Didn't Did like it at all. Uh, he's trending. He reminds. He's just a, he's just a, a a great value version of Matt Ryan to me. Um. When he's twilight of his career, kind of Tannehill's turning down. Derrick Henry is just—he's putting a lot of mileage in his legs. Don't know how long he can carry a team like how he has been with the Titans the past few years. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. They just can't win games, bro. They really can't. I don't yeah. see it. Um, and you know, I just—I have a lot of question marks on their uh, defense. Um, I know Mike Vrabel is their coach. He's always emphasizing and praising, or you know, putting a focus on the defense, but. I just I I don't know. Like, You're not all just... in on DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> bro. That's where receivers go to die. You know yeah. that. Uh, freaking Julio. Uh, who else was there before? Andre that? Johnson. Andre Johnson. Like no, Randy bro. Moss. He's not, and I think that's the problem. Is that Tannehill might even force himself to throw the bottle at D Hop a lot, and there will be catches, there will be some drops, there will be some deflections, but at the end of the day, there's there's bigger problems in Tennessee. Um, yeah, you know that they, I was quite quarterback would be one of them. So we'll see. I mean, even what will Levis is third string. Did I hear Malik Willis is a backup? Yep. Wow. That's, that's kind of, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what DeAndre Hopkins was thinking. He said, I want to go win. So let me go to Tennessee. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. I have Tennessee there too, though. I'm just not high on this team at all. They just, they're those teams that you you expect them to be bad, but they'll they'll win some games. Or how the fuck did they win that game? Like, yeah, you know they they play the and you know they're gonna steal some division games like they always do. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking shock like the Ravens or the Bengals. You know, so, something like that. Like it's gonna be one of those weird games. Everybody's out on Tennessee, and they're like, all right, watch this, motherfuckers, and then they win. And it's like, eh, but yeah, they're they're. They're done, bro. I don't know. They need to fully, fully rebuild. I, I think they have potential to be picking in the top 10 next year, to be honest. Yeah. And that's honestly good for them. Like, they could get a good QB in this 
loaded draft next year. So got Will Levis. So <laughs> oh god, <laughs> yeah, I think they knew like ah, we'll just try it. We'll see how he looks, and if we don't like him, it is what it is. And yeah, doesn't look like he's panning out. That's what you get for putting mayo in your coffee. But um, who's number two for you, bro? Colts. Boy, yeah, Anthony Colts, Richardson. bro. I actually, I actually like them. I like them a little bit. I mean, the only. <laughs> Dark thing about them is is jump Taylor, but I mean outside yeah. of that, I mean Richardson apparently has been looking really good, very impressive. I like it. A uh, hell of a quarterback, I guess. So I, I might even put some money for Rick. Hell of a quarterback. Him. About that, I, I mean that's what that's what everyone's that. saying, bro. That's what everyone's talking about out of out of out of Indianapolis. So I might put some. I might be on the hype train. I might put them for rookie of the year. Put some money on it. We'll see the those odds in a bit, but um, yeah, I mean Shane Steichen is a is a it's a good OC. The Eagles' success was a lot on, I believe, on his coaching um, mm-hmm. and his play calling. So, I mean, that's the kind of the trend in the NFL now is hire your offensive coordinator. So, um, mm-hmm. he could be the next big coach. I like it. You put him with Anthony Richardson, they'll, they'll definitely get some success going. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the receivers will be back healthy. I mean, um, they'll be fine. The O-line's going to do some changes there. So, I have a lot of high hopes for this team. I, I really do. They weren't that bad last year. I know they were the fourth overall pick, but to me, yeah. I think it was just more like coaching and leadership. Like, they just needed to get that all fixed out and acclimated. And now you got your quarterback in the future. You got a new coaching staff. They'll be fine. The only thing holding me back for them is, like I said, Jonathan Taylor. This whole running back drama going on, I understand both sides of the story, but – um, if there's no resolution to this all, I think this could hurt them, and that might cost them first place potentially, or even second place. I, that's a big question mark for me. If Jonathan Taylor gets traded soon, he will. this team will oh, this team will get better from there, despite not having him on the roster. But if he stays, the, the locker room could become a cancer, which is a little crazy to say. Yeah, he's gonna get traded. Um, you know, Matthew Barry from um. Football fantasy, fantasy football happy hour brought it up. He said John, Jim Mercy doesn't value Jonathan Taylor, but uh, I need a first round pick for Jonathan Taylor. I mean that just shows you where, where yeah. uh, Jim Mercy is at. But yeah, I think that 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 saga is gonna be ending pretty soon. Um, I just hope he doesn't go to the Dolphins for obvious reasons. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean they they still have a good team. You know the running back situation does scare me. They have a good defense, though. You know, I know DeForest Buckner has been a real letdown since they traded for him, but you know, Shaq Leonard's fully healthy now. Um, they have a pretty good secondary, and yeah, I mean, I I just think they're gonna they're gonna be one of those teams that are gonna be like, what the fuck? Like Anthony Richardson's gonna really, I th- he's good. I'm not gonna hate on him and be like, oh fuck no, he's gonna be bad. But you know, I just have to wait and see with him because. He just has like that Fields type of aura around him. Just that rookie year, struggling to throw the ball, but when he runs, he's dynamic. So, I think he has real upside, and we'll see. Obviously, Shane Steichen, like you said, uh, he just had Jalen Hurts, and now he has Richardson, just a bigger version of Hurts. So, you know that's gonna be good. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see them really pushing the Jags, who I have first. But uh, you never know. Some crazy injury could happen, or Richardson is the real deal, and he fucking delivers the goods in his rookie year. But I don't see that happening. But yeah, Jags for me first. Your boy Ridley is back, He's looking strong, yes. looking healthy, looking for vengeance. I mean, really got suspended for fucking parlays. 
I think that's so fucking stupid, bro. Like they need to, huh. they really need to figure that out. Like if they're betting on games, like they're playing in, like ah, uh, yeah, they. I forgot who it was. There's a Iowa State or Iowa player that did that, and yeah, I'm I, that I can see how that's an issue. But if it's like he was, what was he? He was um hurt, right? That's when he was betting. Yeah, and yeah, he was like, away from on, the team bro. too. I don't. I don't know. I don't see why he got the whole year. Like Jameson Williams, Jameson Williams didn't get get the whole year, and he did the same shit, bro. Like yeah. just I don't know. Roger Goodell for you, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, I I, I think he's going to come back with the vengeance. Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, they're all going to build off of what they did last year. Zay Jones being in a lesser role, I think that's way better than you had him last year. They I think they had, they asked too much out of him, and. Uh, I think in this role, he's going to be better. They have a lot more depth now. And obviously, ETN. And uh, I don't know who their backup is, but, um, you know, I, I think they're going to have a good year. I think it's Jermichael Hasty still. but And then obviously, Lawrence. I, I think, I mean, I said it, if you listen to the last episode, I think he's going to have the best fantasy QB year. And Julian thinks I'm crazy. But I just think they're, they're going to jump a level. They're going to be up there. Um, top three teams and yeah this is gonna be it's gonna be a good year for the jags they're they're finally back no no bortles at the at the helm this time it's just <laughs> they're, they're gonna be good bro they're gonna be really good and um yeah i don't i don't see how any way they they lose the division unless lawrence goes down like i don't see it happening the, him and peterson had a good um relationship and chemistry all last year, and I think they're going to build on that. So uh, I have all the confidence yeah. in the world. The only thing I, I'm worried about, if I'm being honest, they played two London games back to back. What the fuck mm-hmm. is that? Hey, you stay in London, dude. Get I know, no, they, they are, but it's like, who the fuck put that in the schedule? I don't know. They got Falcons, and then they have Bills the week after. So, like, um, it's an advantage, in my opinion. You got, yeah, they're going to uh, be there. Basically, home field advantage. Yeah, they don't have to have the jet lag or anything yeah. for the second game against Buffalo. That's just, Buffalo that's just real interesting that NFL scheduled it that way. But yeah, yeah they're, they're just they're, they're wild in this year, man, with the Thursday night games too flexing. So yeah, I mean, are you surprised really? But uh, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I like this team too, bro. Ridley's pretty much the the biggest addition, the only addition they had. I mean, at least you want to count oh, fucking who they signed a kicker in the off season, really. Uh, Brandon McManus, whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you you know, let's you know, like you keep your same squad, Ingram, Etienne, uh, you know, Christian Kirk, who's a hell of a player last year, Lawrence, mm-hmm. um, everything's the same for them. They're running it back pretty much. This is a team that's pretty much saying, let's just run it back. We had a good year last year. The windows now. Doug Peterson's a hell of a coach. I like him. Um, you know, in Philly for what he did. I, I really don't know why Philly let him go, to be honest. Maybe there was just some issues Wentz. that you know about, but um it it was it was just well, I don't know why they did. He's a hell of a coach and the Jaguars are blessed to have him now and, and stuff like that. The only thing that I'm worried about for them is the defense. But like on paper it should look fine. I mean, I don't um, understand why they didn't have a good defense last year, as good as what I thought. Because you got I mean, you know me, I, I former Falcon right there, a little con. I liked him. Yeah. Um. He's there. Uh. Who they drafted Trayvon Walker last year, the first pick. And um, um the Utah linebacker, I forgot his name. Uh, Devin Lloyd. Yeah, that's Devin a, Lloyd. you know, like they, like come on, they have a potential good, potentially good defense. 
You mm-hmm. have them. You got Tyson Campbell with the second round pick. Um, so he could be a good corner. Um, so like they have pieces. Josh Allen. Don't let me, don't let me forget about him. Fucking Josh Allen, second Josh Allen. So, yeah. uh, but they just didn't perform as good last year. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a sophomore slump, quote unquote, or you know, rookie first year jitters. But this team should do better, and and I expect them to. Um, was especially with how young they are and stuff. So. That's my only question mark, but on the offensive side, I mean, Doug Peterson is a master of, of offense, so uh, they should have a, an explosive offense with the addition, and um, they should be fine barring any uh, injuries on that side, which could – obviously, it's not a good, strong division either, so yeah, uh, very winnable games against the um, the Titans, but, you know, a few, and then the Texans, uh, and even maybe the Colts. They own the Colts for some reason. They always do, no matter how bad they get. Yeah, the Texans have been owning the Jags recently, but I think that changes this year, obviously. But yeah, that that like you said, like you said, it's, I I even said that like the, those divisional games are going to be layups. Like mm-hmm. besides the Colts, you know, the Colts, like I said, that defense is good, but everybody else, I mean, come on, stop. Yeah, you could give me the it's a divisional game, but mm-mm, not with this, not with this division or the NFC South for that matter. Like Panthers, yeah. Bucks is on the schedule. That should be a dub. Uh. Texans, Titans are on the schedule. That should be a dub. So that's just me. It's the way I'm seeing it. Obviously, don't overlook opponents, but um, they should they should be fine. Like I said, unless Lawrence gets hurt, it's their division to lose in my eyes. So, uh, let me give you the over unders. Just had them. The oh wow, okay, hold on. Just had it. What? What do you mean? Oh wow! Oh, because over the under Colts, that you didn't expect. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, the fucking Colts—they have them at uh six and a half. I think I'll take the over. I kind of like that. Let me see. Yeah, six and It'll a half be a for the French Colts. Wild card team this year. The Jaguars are nine and a half. Ooh, I'm gonna go over. Titans the Jags have seven over. and a half. Oh, give me the under, dude. That that one's easy. <laughs> Texans six and a half. That's I think that's the one I was looking at. Like, what the fuck? Six and a half. What six games is the Texans gonna win? You get out. Uh, the I under, mean, bro. They could beat the Titans once. You would say, or no? I'll give you their first four games, bro. They're not. They're gonna go like one and three. They got the Ravens to open the season. Colts, Jags, Steelers. I mean, that's that's one and three, bro. Then they go to Atlanta. They play the Saints, Panthers, and Bucks. Those are winnable games back to back. Bengals, Cardinals, four, Jags again, Broncos, Jets, Titans, Browns, Titans again, and Colts. They could beat the Titans, so that'll be five. Then they're not winning seven games, bro. No, they're not. They're going to win five, maybe six. <laughs> yeah, give me the maybe under. six. Give me the under. I, I, I think <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the bet to smash. I think the over for the Falcons and the under for the Texans for me. I, the, yeah, the Titans one is more easier for me. Titans, so. oh, you're out on the Titans. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't really <laughs> like this team right now. If, 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 if Tannehill is the quarterback, I mean. Dude, you could put any of them at quarterback. I'm not confident in either three. Like Malik yeah. Willis, Vrabel didn't trust him to throw the ball, bro. Like they were, he threw three times at Kansas City that Sunday night game. Like, come on, bro. Like that's it's, 
their old line just has question marks too. You lose yeah, Luan. Yeah, Luan's retired, right? Retired? Yeah, Luan's retired. Um, excuse me, they lost uh somebody else on that old line too. So I mean, they're just mm-hmm. losing pieces on that. Uh, Henry's I gonna. Mean, have I know they drafted Skoronsky, but I mean, he's a rookie. I really how how effective will he be off the bat? So. Nah, they're gonna struggle. I mean, it didn't help that Isaiah Wilson that they drafted in the first round. What was it, two years ago? Got cut yep. the next year, mm-hmm. the year that year. Like, come on, like they they're struggling right now. They're losing pieces, like you said, Derrick Henry, all that mileage. I think it's finally gonna catch up to him, unfortunately. And hopefully he asked for a trade because I thought he was gonna get traded in the off season. I thought that was gonna happen, but guess not. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, who's who's got? Let me ask you. Who's a hmm, like not a sleeper? I don't know. Who's who's gonna be your MVP of the of the NFC South, bro? Is it gonna be Ritter? Who's gonna be like the uh, best player out of that division? Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Pitts, in my opinion. Oh, that's a hot take. Uh, because I think this season, if London's healthy, he'll get the outside looks like you know, attention from the mm-hmm. defense. And then obviously Bijan is Bijan. So there'll be some attention already there with him, which is going to open the, the door for Kyle Pitts to get open on seam routes. And what I've, I don't know if I said this before with you, but I've heard that, you know, Ritter has been practicing that, that seam route with Pitts a lot in practice. Um, he's been targeting it there a lot. And I think that's Arthur Smith's bread and butter, uh, which is why he doesn't have good receivers. Arthur Smith in the past, like with stats, is because he likes to throw his tight ends, and that's why you got John Smith as a tight end too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like that's just gonna open the door for Kyle Pitts to have a, if he's healthy, uh, have a great year. Um, he's just gonna pop off because the seam route will always be there for Ritter to throw. So, and he won't be afraid to throw it. So, give me Kyle Pitts as MVP in the South. I think John Smith's gonna surprise people. I'm not saying he's gonna be the mm-hmm. best player, but he's gonna he's more fit for what Arthur Smith likes to run. They're not going to yeah. throw tight end screens to him like the fucking Patriots did. So, um, you know, I, I it, it's kind of hard not to go Bijan, to be honest. Like, it, it's going to be a lot of load, a lot of carries on his back. If I have to think of anybody else, AJ Terrell, um, I think he's going to have a really good Jesse year this Bates, year. Dude. Jesse Bates. Ah, Jesse Bates. He, defense. Uh, Jesse Bates is okay. He's not like this all-time changing safety that's going to ramp up this defense. Like, he was okay. But he's a good piece. I just think Terrell is just more important to you guys. And um, it's going to be one of those two. It's going to be a Falcon as well for me. I don't see anybody else really doing anything. Not Slant Boy? Who? Not Slant Boy? Oh, God. Michael Thomas? Stop. The boy can't even play, bro. Can't even find turtle, the field. Bro. Come on. You can't find the field. This is, a, this is the James Harden of the NFL, bro. Like, it's just <laughs> it's ridiculous. This guy needs to fucking request a trade or something. Like, they give him that nasty-ass contract for what, bro? He hasn't done shit since he... <laughs> what Drew Brees was force-feeding him to fucking break the record. Like, he hasn't done absolutely nothing since then, bro. Come on. <laughs> You're right. That's it, guys. I, I you know... Let's not break it up into fucking 10-minute episodes. We might as well knock both of them out. I think the other divisions were going to go a little longer. Just, you know, kind of get these out of the way. But we have the same winners. Falcons, Jags, anything else, bro? Oh, I was going to um, ask you. AFC South. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, AFC South. 
I'm saying do outside of those two teams that we just said, Jags, Falcons, do any of these other teams make playoffs? In your opinion, just right off the top of your head, don't even no. do the math. Just do no. you think they will? No. Okay. Okay. You Saints? Uh, I would say Saints. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if Falcons and Saints are both playing for for the division, I feel like the other okay. one because it's three wild cards now, right? Real so, quick. I mean... the, yeah, real quick though, if we're gonna say that, if you're talking about the NFC West, you have the the Seahawks in the 49ers right there and then uh the Rams which I don't think the Rams are going to do much but I think two of those teams are going to go and then in the A in the NFC East Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Commanders I think two are going to go there mm. um NFC North just one just one in the north one on. you think so maybe yeah. maybe the Saints could sneak in then maybe but I don't know bro like yeah, the NFC is weak, but I think it's going to come down to the Saints and Falcons, like I said, and then it's going to be win or go home. Like, it's going to be that type of environment, that type of atmosphere where whoever loses, you're not going to be getting that seventh seed. Like, you're going home. Simple as that. So I think the stakes are going to be that high. And I no, I just – I think I think just the, the Falcons and just the Jaguars out of those divisions – Colts we'll aren't ready yet, bro. Next year, next year, we'll, we might yeah, have a yeah, conversation. Yeah. For sure. That's why I didn't want to put anybody out to the Jags in the AFC South yeah. as playoff contenders. So I agree. But uh, I, for, I almost forgot the most valuable player in the AFC South, bro. Oh, um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence. I wanted yeah. to do Ridley, but, I mean, Lawrence is going to be the one feeding everyone. So, yeah, that's that's go, easy one. We'll go ETN. Okay. So according to what I've been reading out of Jacksonville, I don't read much, but what I've been seeing and hearing is that ETN's poised to go for eighteen hundred scrimmage yards, and if that happens, watch out for the Jags, bro. Like all right, they... picking them with my first overall pick, dude. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but you know, I I think um, Peterson's gonna use them in a lot of ways, kind of like a McCaffrey, not throwing, but just the way. And I think he did make didn't he throw in the Chargers game. And the play on the wild card, I think he did. I think he, um, he threw a a pitch, but um, yeah, I I think uh, ETN just to not go with QBs. Obviously, QB is the easiest pick to go with, so I'll yeah. just go ETN. But um, now that's it for me. I don't know if you have anything else. No, that's it. Is anybody in either of these divisions winning Coach of the Year? Arthur Smith, Doug Peterson. Arthur Smith, baby. It's like oh, nah, God. nah, nah. He, the Falcons don't get much attention nationally. If, and the Falcons have to go on a very good year. Like they have to go like fourteen yeah. and three for Arthur Smith to have a chance. I was gonna say if they win the if they win the South, I wouldn't be surprised if they get some looks. So yeah, I just I feel like it's you got to do more than just win the South. If, if, if trust me, Falcons don't ever get attention in NFL nationally wise until you know they make playoffs or something. So I don't know. Mm, we'll see. But that's it, guys. NFC, AFC South in the books. We'll be back for another one. Uh, make sure to follow our social medias. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Rise up.